This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about peaches. It's not it's not even that like disgustingly hot in my apartment. It's it's summertime and we've got peaches, but we're not dying. That's true. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll, we will enjoy them less because of that. It's but, true. I think of peaches as, I mean, peaches are so good in the places where it is hottest. Like uh, like in the oven, <laughs> like uh, in the jungle. Uh, maybe Georgia. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or uh, this place called, the, this, the town of Porter in Oklahoma grows really good peaches. Yeah, those are the three places I think of. <laughs> uh, Georgia, the town of Porter in Oklahoma, and the other thing I said that I don't remember. Great. Okay, okay. before we go at any further into this topic, I have for you an heirloom peach variety quiz. I'm so excited. I didn't even know you were doing this today. I feel um, like it's Christmas. It's, yes, it's like Christmas in July in August. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, as you know, if you're a new listener, here's how these things work. It's very, very complicated. Uh, I have uh, culled from the internet a list of actual peach varieties into which I have mixed, like you would mix up a peach pie, uh, some fake uh, peach names, and uh, Molly's going to have to identify which ones are which, based purely on the name and her intuition. I feel like I should do some, like, calisthenics to get ready for this um you should just watch our calisthenics video that we posted one time (laughs) yeah please do we worked really hard on it it's on our youtube channel which is you can see how incredibly flexible matthew is we do some assisted stretching we'll link to it in the in the show notes okay canadian harmony that's real yep autumn prince real angelus (laughs) i think that's real yep crimson lady Mm, real yep Blaze Prince. <laughs> Are these all they're real? all they're all real because ah, I was I was too lazy. Like I ran out of time to write fake ones. Blaze Dude. Prince. Um, I think we've talked about American Gladiators on this show. Haven't we certainly we? And have. My favorite was Blaze, so I'm gonna go. Blaze Prince is real. Yep. Yeah. Keep guessing on all of these. That'll be good. <laughs> okay. okay. Fancy Lady. Okay. So here's what here's the thing I learned while researching peach varieties. It's all lady lady right. words. If you can, you can like put any word before lady and is probably a real extant peach peach variety. Do you think that they've got one called like foxy lady? 
I think probably. I think they probably have shady lady that grows well in the shade. I can't confirm that, but it seems Do obvious. Do you think that there's a type of nectarine? So, so I was reading recently a thing that uh, Nigel Slater wrote um, in his book tender volume two also called ripe okay about peaches and nectarines and apparently nectarines are just like a variant of peach that's just bald so do you think that there's a type of nectarine called like the naked lady oh that's that is a really good point i'm gonna say absolutely yes okay great 100 unquestionably okay go on uh all right we've got uh florida crest not florida but florida Uh, will you spell it oh yes f-l-o-r-d-a crest that's amazing. Isn't it? Okay. Galactica. Oh, wow. Do you think that um, that they have like um, a- any Cylons living on this peach? I think, yeah, I think that's why have they called it Battle that. you watched Battlestar Galactica? I've watched a couple episodes of it. God, I loved it. It was so good. Um, did, were there a lot of peaches finish. on the show? Like, I didn't get very far into Millions it. Millions of peaches. I'm going to give it another shot. Okay. Millions of peaches. That's I think a, we that's made a song. it like two minutes into the taping before. You know what? Like, that, I quoted millions of peaches. That it, I completely forgot about that. I didn't. I didn't even know it's that was a terrible come song. Up. I think it's what a is great it? song. Presidents of the United States. Yes, or something? it's not supposed to be serious. It's not. Well, I mean, it's serious in that. Is that the guy who who's gone on to be Caspar Baby Pants? Yes. Okay. Uh, Honeydew hail. Oh, that's so great. And then and then a bunch of ladies. Rich lady. Oh yeah. Sugar lady. Ooh. Summer lady. <laughs> This this one I don't understand, but I wait. Why is Summer Lady so funny? I just love the, I just love the way you're reading through it. Rich lady, pretty lady. Would you, would you, I not, didn't not say as, not as pretty lady, right? Like uh, like Bo Derek lady. Like wait, when you say pretty lady, I think Bo Derek. Like that's from like 1982, wow. right? Um, that's like Sophia Loren lady. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's yeah, see. Who the else classics, can we the think classics of? Never go out of style. Uh, Grace Kelly lady. Uh huh. Um, oh, uh, uh, Brigitte Bardot lady. Mm, uh, Catherine Deneuve lady. Oh wow, Catherine Zeta Jones lady. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So this next one I don't understand. Maybe you can explain it to me. Z lady. Z e e. Like, have you seen oh, Z lady? <laughs> I was gonna say, right. I think it's like a Frenchism. The lady. Uh, that's the sort of thing Catherine didn't know <laughs> would say. My French accent has a bit of Italian in it. Sure. The lady. That's the sort of thing uh, Sophia How Loren would you say. Seen the lady. <laughs> what was that? Go on. And sweet Sue. Um, oh. Wait. So would you would you describe yourself as a summer lady? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't used to be such a summer lady because where I grew up, summers were really terrible. But yeah. now I'm kind of a summer lady. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You're always you're always posting on on Instagram like a picture <laughs> of something summery. This is true. I am. Oh yeah, like like like, like, what? like a view of some water or that's, but that's year round. Well, we have water year round, but in the winter it freezes. Not in Seattle. Oh, okay. Where have you been living for the past? Oh, I don't know. I, I think I was thinking of um, ice cubes. Okay. Um, <laughs> So that was that was our heirloom produce quiz. Great. I actually like. I think I think I got most of these from like uh, like a USDA website or something. So I uh, I don't know if they're like. Uh, I, I mean, if you're, can you grow peaches at home? I guess they grow on a tree, and you need like an orchard or a yard. I think you could. I don't. I can't imagine many people having peach trees in Seattle. It seems like it's not really warm enough here. Do do the peaches we get mostly come from Eastern Washington? I I believe okay. so. Yes. Although I think we just got a delivery from Nash's at Delancey, and they're from Squim. 
Okay, mm-hmm. which is on the peninsula. The peninsula, but I, it's kind of hot, isn't it? Hotter out there. Dif- on the, on it's the peninsula, it's different out there. It's just different. Yeah, it's it's very. They've got they've got um, Bigfoot. They they probably mm-hmm. in the winter they have a yeti. They have a rainforest. Yeah, for sure. That mm-hmm. part, that part was actually true. Yeah. Way, way to inject a, a note of truth Sorry. into the proceedings. Let's stroll down memory lane, Matthew. Absolutely. Okay, here's my memory lane. The first food article I ever wrote was about peaches. Really? And we'll link to it. I, I am sure it is still on my website. I, it was not for any publication. It was like my first ever blog post. And it mentioned the president's song. And it was just about, it was really just about how I like peaches. And I'm sure it's terrible. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to read from it. Uh, but uh, But you can go check it out. Uh, I think... 1999, I want to say. Wow, you are so, I always forget that you're so old school. Uh, when you say old school, <laughs> that, that's a polite way of saying old? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought that maybe if I added the school on there, it'd soften the blow a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like you don't say, like, you're a jerk. You say, like, you graduated from <laughs> jerk school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but what about, like, your childhood? The peaches of your youth? Uh, the peaches of my youth, I don't really remember as being particularly good or bad. I suspect they were probably pretty mediocre. We're going to – I guess it's time to, to, like, get into this that, like, I think I have unreasonably high standards for peaches that, that peaches can almost never live up to. And I don't know if it's an issue with me or an issue with peaches or both. Wow. Wow, things are getting meaty so fast. I know, like, yeah, like the flesh of a peach. Um, So for me, memory lane is, uh, you know, I just don't remember that many peaches from my childhood. I do remember, though, I remember kids at school bringing a can of fruit cocktail. Oh, for sure. In heavy syrup, which I was never allowed to have. Um, But it always had... Were you only allowed to have light syrup? If I was ever even yes. allowed to have canned fruit, yes, it had to be in light syrup. But anyway, canned peaches. Oh my god! I think we tasted them on, on, the, canned on the canned fruit, canned fruit episode. episode. And there's something magical about a canned peach. Yeah, I love yeah, they're really good. Canned peaches, especially I mean, you cold. Know, they can't. They can't. They can't replace fresh peaches. But I think that maybe when I think about peaches of of my childhood, I remember coveting other people's fruit cocktail. Mostly. Yeah, I think I remember like the fruit cocktail with like the you know the perfect cubes of assorted mm-hmm. fruits. That, the pears. Uh, yeah. Kind of kind of granular. There was always a cherry in there, a rogue maraschino cherry floating oh, around. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Um, that yeah that fell off as someone's cocktail. Yep. So wait, is that why is they that why they it call fruit it fruit cocktail? Co- no, no, no. But maybe, maybe. Um, wow, uh, I think we just blew something wide open. So, how do you eat pe- peaches today, or peaches, whatever? <laughs> I just love some peaches. <laughs> no, um, how do I eat peaches today? So. Um, I usually rinse them because I find that it helps to kind of cut down the fuzz. Yeah. You know? Well, I feel the fuzz varies. And I think I, it probably varies like like uh, by which which lady, which which variety of lady peach uh, you've got. <laughs> but also different ladies have different amounts of fuzz. It's true. That is that is definitely true. Uh, you can, uh, I mean, but they also, boy, you just like way threw me off. <laughs> so sorry. No, Matthew. no, no. <laughs> like um, things, things are happening in my in my brain that my things mouth are happening that, in your brain that my mouth should ignore. Um, I think there's also a defuzzing <laughs> machine, is what I was going to say, but probably I shouldn't say that either. <laughs> 
Do you mean the Epa lady? I don't mean the Epa lady. I mean an actual agricultural device. Oh, really? Yes. That, oh. that, uh, that I think when peaches come off the tree, like sometimes they have an enormous amount yeah. of fuzz. Yeah, yeah. And then... Sometimes I feel like the, the fuzz is almost kind of dusty, like it's been collecting whatever blew through the orchard. That's that's right. Like, like uh, you know, insect fragments and uh, mm-hmm. uh, what else? Wood chips. Yep. Grubs. Um, anyway, no. So I eat peaches today mostly um, it, raw. Uh-huh. And um, I usually slice them and I eat them. Uh, raw and uncensored? Raw and uncensored. Like our show? Yes. Um, yeah, I do too. And um, when I so so, how do you choose a peach? Ooh. You know, I feel like once once you've got the, yeah. the the right peach, like the rest is easy. But getting your hands on that perfect peach can be it can it can be a lifetime uh, pursuit. It, it, truly, truly, it is. So you know, of course, there's always the issue of of scent. Yeah, you, you want it to smell good. <laughs> I would also say that. It should feel heavy for its size. And this is the case, I think, for a lot of yeah. fruit, certainly citrus fruit. Uh, but, but you know, there's nothing worse than a mealy peach. And I, I think that sometimes a peach that feels a little light for its size is mealy, as opposed to this dense, like, juice-rich flesh. Yeah, mealy peach is very, very disappointing. God, it, I mean, when you, you can hear it when you cut through it. Like, you, you, you're like... This is going to be a mealy one. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of cut through it, like when you eat a peach, do you prefer to to like you know just bite into it like right through fuzz and all? No, or do you like I to like to cut it? into it. Okay. I like to cut into it. I kind of feel that way about all fruit. I mean, I will eat an apple just biting into it. It's fine, but I prefer to cut my fruit. I am the opposite. Really? I mean, not, not with all fruit, I don't think. But but with peaches, I I like to just hove right in there is that satisfying like slurping that's like exactly the, like it. the sucking you have to do as you're biting into oh you it. mean the sound that that hopefully if these peaches are good i'll be making shortly yes okay yes. great yeah yeah so have you ever uh shopped at uh um our local chain uh metropolitan market? market they do they do their annual picho-rama which mm-hmm. is what my first ever uh uh, food article was oh, about. really yes and which uh, they later reprinted it on their website wow. um that <laughs> high praise yes i'm pretty proud of that mm-hmm. uh they they give the bricks rating for the peaches they sell or at least they used to i haven't been in a couple of years they still mm-hmm. do so uh, well i have no idea but i'm guessing they do because wasn't i mean was john rowley the the mr mr peach man i mean mr mr Peachman. Uh, mr bricks man oh really. mr yes yeah yeah i think so. so so john rowley local food food authority john rowley I, I that man like takes his bricks refractometer like into restaurants oh yeah and that's why he's not allowed to go to restaurants anymore. Yeah, pretty much. No, he came into Delancey the first summer that we were open and we were serving um, sliced peaches in white wine and they were like kind of marinated in white wine and they were so delicious. And he took out his refractometer and started measuring the sweetness of oh. the peach. And I was like, dude, it's been sitting in wine and get out of my restaurant. Well, I think we need to back up a couple things. First of all, uh, you mentioned like sniffing the peach uh, as as a quality gauge, and uh, Lori was uh, was at the Wallingford Farmers Market yesterday uh, picking out some peaches, and she said to me, um, "I know you're not allowed to squeeze the peaches, but do you think they would mind if I went around sniffing them?" I, I don't know like how that turned out, um, so I don't I don't really have the payoff for I, that story. I, I I always touch my peaches, um, but do you but do you squeeze them? No, you don't need to squeeze a peach. But you can you can tell by touching without squeezing. Yeah, 
Yeah, you can totally tell. Like, you can just sort of feel, like, the firmness of it, like, under your thumb. Well, but, you like... You don't have to squeeze it. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, like, I'm, I'm thumbing this peach right now. I, yeah, I guess I see what you mean. I feel like the produce vendor would probably say I was going too far just with what I'm doing right now. Really? That's what I think. I guess... It probably depends on the vendor. Here's my thing. Unless I'm looking for a peach to eat, like, as I'm walking around the farmer's market, I don't really worry so much about the softness of it. I more worry about the weight of it and the way it smells. Um, Okay, so to get back to this refractometer thing, because we didn't really explain what it meant. Wait. It smells really good. Okay. Uh, So the the refractometer measures the dissolved sugar in in a a liquid or fruit Mm -hmm. and Um, it's measured in bricks bricks, and i don't really know what the bricks numbers correspond to but higher is better Mm -hmm. so and the variation between peaches even i think between like peaches in the same from the same tree can be enormous from like el succo to absolutely just blissful like best thing you ever ate i wonder uh, well, I mean, if we were going to actually turn this into a serious show, it'd be really interesting to talk about factors that impact the bricks rating of peaches. Yes. Well, I think I don't know what I, I think there are many factors and I don't know most of them. One of them I do know. And the reason that it's hard to get a good peach is that uh, ripeness at the you know ripeness when it's picked has a lot to do with it. That oh, you have to, you have you to have let to, it ripen on the tree. Right, so that's why when you see good peaches like the ones that are sold at Rama Farm, they're always in some sort of, you know, cradling like egg carton kind of device. Mm-hmm. Because if you pick the peach before it is like getting dangerously soft, it's probably not going to be sweet enough wow. for me. Okay, for you. Right. Wow, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a tough balance because, you know, peaches can easily get destroyed, like, along with farmers' profits on the way to the market. And uh, I, you know, I feel sympathetic to that, but I also want a perfect peach every time, and I don't always get it. Hey, guess what time it is? Pledge drive time. Oh, you were supposed to guess. Oh, sorry. I have a, I have a pledge drive quiz for you. I don't even know that what that would be. Like a quiz about things that happened in previous pledge drives. I think once we said we were going to beat up a clown. <laughs> That's mainly what I remember. Things get desperate at pledge drive time. That's exactly it. And desperate people do desperate things like ask their listeners to subscribe and give them money. So why do we do this, Matthew? Why do we do this show? or Why, why? why do we ask for help? Um, Why are we so desperate? I mean, just look at us. Um, like this, this is all we got, man. Um, seriously, uh, we've been doing this show for what six years now? I almost think six we're years? yeah, almost six years. Okay, we're yeah, we're coming up on six years, and this is uh, this is our job in uh, in substantial part for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we work very hard on it. We uh, we employ Abby, our producer, um, mm-hmm. who does an amazing job um, doing our social media and editing the show, and uh, basically doing all of the all of the grunt work. And your subscription pays her salary. It pays for our ingredients. It pays to uh, keep our microphones turned on, basically, and uh, and to give us the time to make this show our job, which is something we love to do. Exactly, and you know. That's a lot about us, Matthew. It we should, really we is. We should talk about, about our subscribers. Yeah, we should talk about each of our subscribers individually. <laughs> this, uh, it's a, this may go on for a while, but like everybody <laughs> deserves their moment in the sun. Come up and get your, your 
diploma. <laughs> no, no, let's talk about this. So, I mean, y- y- you listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes. Donating to podcasts is not something that any of us has to do, but it makes me feel great. Yes, it. it absolutely does. So, um, for example, um, I've mentioned this before. I'm a big fan of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts, like uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, and Stop Podcasting Yourself, and Jordan, Jesse, Go. And I've been I've been upping my uh, my donation rate every year because I love their stuff and I want to keep it rolling, and it feels great. I never have the slightest bit of buyer's remorse. And you know. I think that as far as our subscribers go, we also give them some pretty cool stuff. Like we, we do, we, we handwrite a postcard to them. Yes, um, we, we handcraft it. Matthew also handcrafts these wonderful, really funny emails that go out to our subscriber-only mailing list. Yes, you can't imagine how much time I spend writing those subscriber They're emails. They're really, really good. Every time I get one, it's like a present to me because I don't know what he's doing and and. Ever, I don't know what Matthew's doing ever. <laughs> I generally don't know what I'm doing either. Like, I, I don't really have control over my own function. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, the, the subscriber mailing list is for subscribers only. It's super secret and elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, you'll hear about like behind the scenes stuff, like, uh, um, you know, j- jokes we're planning for 18 episodes from now. We don't plan jokes. You might in get advance. to see a picture of our mothers talking to each other. That's true. That happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, upcoming episodes, um, like, uh, you'll be the first to hear about live shows, which we are definitely planning some for next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, and, you know, mostly, I like to think that, that being a subscriber to our show just gives, gives our listeners that tingly feeling. It really does. It's like the, um, that tingly feeling you get when you listen to an episode of This American Life where Ira Glass has laryngitis. I love that. I know. It's, mm. it's like, Yeah. So, you know, we're setting a goal this year. We're really putting ourselves out there, and I hope it's not embarrassing. It, it could very well be embarrassing. You know, whether it is or not is really up to you, you subscribers, not you, Molly. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I mean, it's up to if, me too. If you like somehow sabotage the subscription drive, it could be up to you, Molly, also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, so, so we're setting this goal. We want to get. 200 new or upgrading subscribers, everyone. There we go. We put it out there. Yes. So um, you can go to spilledmilkpodcast.com slash donate. That's where you're going to, that's where you're going to subscribe. And on that page, you will see a thermometer and that thermometer is is saying that it is hot in here and it is us. Um, It's also saying how many people have have subscribed or upgraded their subscription so far. And we're going to run it this is going to be our fall pledge drive, so I'm going to say between now and December 31st, 2015, in case you're listening to this show, like, years from now. Like, I mean, definitely still subscribe, but uh, but you're not going to be part of the, the uh, fall 2015 subscription drive. And, you know, the truth is, you want to subscribe pretty soon because we are going to be drawing some names. Oh, yes. And from a hat. Choose, yeah, from a real hat. And we're going to choose a few people to participate. Wait, dude, are we promising a real hat? Can we afford that? <laughs> I think that you have one of those driving caps. I do. It, it's very shallow. I don't think it would hold enough names. I might have to buy a top hat. Okay, great. Or okay. a five-gallon hat, ten-gallon hat. Ten-gallon hat. I, my head's pretty small. I think maybe a five-gallon hat. I've got a sun hat. Maybe we could use that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to draw some names and choose some people to participate in a Google Hangout with us. Now, what is a Google Hangout, you might ask? I, I don't know. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a thing where you can uh, like hang out with us online and like see our faces, and it all happens in real time. It's like, it's like hanging out with us, but you can't touch us. 
Unless you like stroke your screen. And you can't play footsie with Matthew because only I get to do that. That is right. Mm -hmm. Um, No one else is allowed to do that. Um, We're we're also going to draw some names for some free merch. I just wanted to be able to say merch. It's really fun to say merch. Um, Yeah, you know, this is is probably your favorite podcast about hats. Uh, We don't actually (laughs) have any hats as part of our merchandise, but I could certainly make some. But, you know, none of this... The Google Hangout, the free merch, none of this happens unless we hit 200 new or upgrading subscribers. Yeah, 200 is the magic number. Why 200? Because we said so. That's why. Mm-hmm. So what, what does this mean for you? So if you've been listening to this show, I, I know... I know for a fact that some people out there have been listening to this show for years and have not yet subscribed. And probably every time the subscription drive rolls around, you think to yourself, yeah, that sounds good. I think I'll do that next time. We know who you are. We know who you are. We are going to come into your houses. We know what you've done. And set up a dollhouse with a container of (laughs) Jiffy Pop popcorn in it in your living room. Does anybody remember that joke? If you got that joke, you should be a subscriber. You totally should. You totally should. (laughs) Um, that was uh, that was from the popcorn episode, right? Uh-huh. Good episode. Yep. So go back and listen to the that popcorn episode. That was when we episode. popped popcorn in Dennis Quaid. That's right. Uh, one of our proudest moments. America's America's sweetheart, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> um, go to spillmilkpodcast.com slash donate. There are two different subscription levels. You can become a regular subscriber, which we should probably come up with a cute name for the regular subscriber sometime also. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like the little, little buddy or something. Little, little limber twig. The little limber <laughs> If yes. you know what that joke is from, you should so be a subscriber. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a callback to the old Apples episode. I am literally going to go to the website and change it so that the $5 subscription level is known as the Little Limber Twig subscriber. Uh, so for $5, <laughs> you get the postcard, you get the subscription uh, to the secret mailing list. And you get uh, bonus episodes, which we haven't even talked about yet. We have not. We have not. In the past, we've done some really, um, I think, really funny bonus episodes. Yes. So these are like, uh, we do them a couple times a year. They are for subscribers only. There are at least seven of them in the can right now. So if you subscribe today, you will get access to seven episodes that you have never heard before. Some of them are really ridiculous. Is one the singles episode? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, where we talk about the movie Singles with Abby for 45 minutes. It was great. It was great. And uh, if you subscribe at the Magnum Bonum level, that's $10 a month. And for that, you get all of the above, the postcard, the mailing list, and the bonus episodes. Plus, you also get a piece of spilled milk merchandise. Uh, and uh, if you're if you're one of our international subscribers, which we love so much, uh, you know, it's no additional charge. There's no, like, international shipping surcharge like you get a mug or a t-shirt maybe a hat maybe i'll make a hat tote bag tote a bag. tote bag the I love tote the bag tote is great bag. Mm-hmm. um and uh yeah it says spilled milk on it and i'm thinking about making a new magnum bonum branded thing just for just for those magnum bonum subscribers mm-hmm. so uh so that's uh that's our fall pledge drive um i really hope we hit 200 because um if we if we don't we're gonna have to like go on tv and, and make some sort of like tearful confession <laughs> Yeah, we're. I'm not sure what we're confessing to. I guess that we murdered Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I mean, popping popcorn inside somebody is a really violent act. We shouldn't joke around about it. (laughs) No, definitely, that is no joke. (laughs) Nope. Like it should only be done consensually. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so um, thank you always for supporting the show. Uh, I think we we say thank you on behalf of Abby as well. Definitely. And and Matthew just love doing this show with you man i love doing this show too i uh you know happy happy almost six year anniversary 
And uh, that URL, one more time, is spilledmilkpodcast.com slash donate. Thanks, Thanks so everybody. Much. So, Matthew, I know you want to bite into your peach. I want to bite into my peach. Bite into it. This one. So, can we talk about the fact that uh, for for those of us who like to use e- emojis on our phone, that that the peach <laughs> emoji is often used as shorthand for a butt? Wait, I didn't even know that. You didn't I mean, know I'm that? I'm not surprised. Just like to the eggplant is a penis. Okay. I got, all right. This this is all making sense. Yeah, I'm not sure what's I'm, supposed to be a vagina. Um. Well, but I mean, isn't that also a peach? Mm, I, the peach, the, the emoji peach looks very butt-like. Um, no, no, I, I, yeah, I know. But like colloquially sometimes. Anyway, this peach I'm holding has like an extreme peach cleft. Yeah. Uh, it is, I, I will post a picture. It's, I, I feel weird about biting it. It's that, it's mm-hmm. that prominent. But I'm going to do it anyway. Now, usually like if I have a good peach, I'll eat it over the sink. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just to like add to the grossness of the whole thing. Oh, um, no, I don't, it's not gross. I mean, yeah, like, no, no, I it's... think like the fruit slurping is like, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think like pretty good, pretty good. Not, not great, but pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can tell you by know, the it sound. It looks like that has pretty nice, like dense flesh. It does. The texture is good. The juiciness is good. Uh, it could be sweeter, I would say. Can I can I eat some of this? So the, this Maybe. white this white one is like really not worth eating. Okay, now I'm gonna do some slurping. Oh, it's not that dense. It's just like okay, that is like on the verge of dying. Yeah, this this one it's this, not good. See, this is the thing. So we got a nice looking, like all of the all of the external signs pointed to yes, mm-hmm. like Magic 8-Ball style, but neither one turned out to be that great. Although, I mean, I would keep eating this, this like, yellow peach. Yes, I agree. So let's talk about peach skin really quickly, because I have it stuck on the roof of my mm-hmm. mouth right now, and it's making me feel a little... I need to stick my finger in my mouth right uh-huh. now. Okay, go ahead. We'll just, we'll just keep that, that three seconds go, of silence. <laughs> to go way back there. Whew, that was hair-raising. Uh, it was it was peach fuzz raising. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what do you think about peach skin? I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't think either. Yeah. I. Uh, but but you. So when you slice your peach, you keep the skin on. Absolutely. So so because uh, I, I think like between you, me, and my actual wife, we have like all three of the peach eating persuasions. Because I like you know I like to eat mine whole. Um, without slicing, you you like your slice with skin. She likes hers sliced without skin. It's never even occurred to me to take the skin off. Apparently, if it's a if it's a ripe peach, it's quite easy to do. I don't find it necessary, and I like the textural contrast. Huh? I did notice that. So this white peach that that we were tasting, um, the skin of it is sort of bitter, um, mm-hmm. and maybe some people object to that. Um, let's talk about white peaches for a minute. Yeah i I don't know that I know what the difference is. If there if there is like an expected flavor difference other than the color, I feel like they they are generally like more perfumey in this very floral way. They smell like like almost like rose water. Oh, do you um, think do you think uh, that uh, I I didn't I didn't try and like distinguish between white peach and yellow peach uh, variety names. Like I wonder I wonder if, if like there's like a white lady and like a <laughs> like rose yellow lady. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go any further down this road. Okay. Now, I was just... Uh, I know I started it. Anyway, you did start it. Uh, in general, I what I like in a peach is I want it to have a good amount of acidity mm-hmm. and what I almost think of as spiciness. Oh, like, yeah. Like a certain complexity that goes beyond just sweetness. What I wanted a peach is for it to really, really look like a butt. <laughs> um, which, which that one absolutely did. Um, I, I think... I know we've gotten into this before with some other foods, but I'm going to say it again that it's it's got to be for me about a balance between like very tart and very sweet. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is why I don't often get excited about white peaches is because even though they have this wonderful floral thing going on, which is really cool in its own right, they're often a little like more one note sweetness yeah. kind of situation. Before I forget... When we were talking about canned peaches, uh, which which we were like 12 minutes ago, and I'm bringing it back up just so I can say that- Way to bring it back. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing back canned peaches. Uh, that there uh, was one that was advertised over and over and may still be in like one of my local drugstore uh, circulars that was called Lady Alberta Peaches, which I assume now is, is the variety, but- I think, because I think I've heard of Alberta peaches, right? But this is Alberta. Alberta. E-L-B-E-R-T-A. Like there's a person named, named Lady Alberta. Alberta Peaches. Oh, I love that. Isn't that I a great wanna, name? I want to meet somebody so, named Lady Alberta. So when you Alberta. did that like Southern peach lady voice earlier, I think that That's was the, the voice, voice of, of Lady, lady Alberta. Alberta Peaches. Mm-hmm. Peaches is her, is I her love, surname. I love women's names that end in Berta, like Roberta. Oh. Alberta, <laughs> Alberta, Alberta. Um, my uh, my um like grade school nurse's name was Roberta. Uh, my fourth grade teacher's name was Roberta, and she was great. I think I had a teacher at one point named Roberta too. Oh. That was like a, a name of lots of ladies in the eighties. Yeah, ladies from the eighties. Yeah, eighties uh, eighties lady peaches mm-hmm. are also good. Um, okay, so we've gone, we've we've covered sliced versus oh, whole. We, oh, yes. and in Oklahoma, when I was at home recently, my mom told me that this woman who she knew, sort of in the community, had recently passed away, and this woman had the best name, and I'm going to memorialize her here yeah, on Spilled absolutely. Milk Podcast by saying her name, Berta Fay Rex. Wow. That was her name. Isn't that great? Like, Fay, F-A-Y? I think it who was knows? F-A-Y-E, okay. maybe? But her first name was basically Berta Fay. Berta Fay, Berta Fay Rex. Uh-huh. Last name Rex. Berta wow. Fay Rex. Doesn't that sound great? You're welcome to use that in, in, in your next novel, Matthew. Okay. Like Berta Fay Rex. Great. Um, <laughs> she apparently could be I'm sis- writing. The sister of Lady Alberta. Yes. Okay. I'm writing some sort of Southern Gothic, <laughs> like, like multi generational family saga. It's going to be a continuation of, y- of your, your peach piece about the old Picharama. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah, it could be called Picharama. And it'd be like a, uh, uh, a Steel Magnolia's fried green tomatoes It's going to be a real tearjerker. Oh, absolutely. Ladies, it's be... take a whole pack of tissues. You know what they say? Write what you know. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you ever see... <laughs> Speaking of tearjerkers. Yeah. At some point when I was like 20 years old or something, I wound up going with my aunt and two of my cousins to see the movie Stepmom. I have not seen it. Is it Kathleen Turner? No, No. I think it's got, I don't even know who's in it. Okay. But I cried so hard. That I, I could not get myself back to. I mean, it was the kind of like heaving, sobbing. I'm I'm 
fam- I don't think I've seen it, but for some reason I'm familiar with it. Like somebody dies. And, <laughs> yeah, right? I think it's I think it's one of those where there are some women and somebody dies. Somebody gets sick and somebody dies. And the, yeah, there's a lot of and there's a lot of crying and feeling and learning and stuff. And maybe it all takes place at a hair salon. <laughs> that that would make sense. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> and we, a, a hair salon with like a punny name, right? Like, where, where did like Steel Magnolias take place? I don't know. The it was South. a hair salon. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We're going to have to at a steel mill. That's why it's called steel magnolias. Not true. You're you're looking at me like maybe that was true or just maybe that wasn't funny. Do you remember the movie Beaches? Of course. Bed Midler, Barbara Hershey. Talk about sobbing till you can't see straight. Oh yeah, that's that's like the ultimate jerker, and and you are the wind beneath my wings. The ultimate jerker. Tear jerker. Oh, the ultimate jerker. <laughs> Don't, wait, doesn't everyone call a tearjerker a jerker for short? Maybe that's just Matthew me. goes to see them so frequently, he just has like shorthand for it. That's right. Well, yeah, I, I, I graduated from jerk school. And... <laughs> Go on. All Let's right. finish this. Okay, so so we've slurped. We've talked about, like, see, I think feel like there's a drawback to the way that oh. I like to eat peaches, oh. which is that, yes. Oh, oh yes. sorry. No, sorry. We'll finish this. Uh, Lady, then... Al- Lady Alberta, yes. <laughs> I just I want to make sure we talk about peach flavored things really quick. Okay, sure. Okay, go go on. I feel like there's a there's a downside to the way that I prefer to eat peaches, which is that I can't really do it in public. Why not? Well, who are you who are you afraid is going to be scandalized? Well, I mean, first of all, everybody, but also just like I'm afraid <laughs> I'm just going to get like a big peach dribble down the front of my shirt. I guess none of this is bad. Yeah, who cares? All right. Yeah, who cares? I Next time I get a good peach, if that ever happens again, <laughs> I'm just going to go out in the world and just suck it. Yeah, go stand at, like, Westlake Center or something. Yes, that, that, is, that is exactly what I was envisioning. <laughs> really? Yes. Um, yes, I'm going to be like, there are plenty of eccentric people raving about things at, at, uh, at, at Westlake, Westlake Center. Center at all times, and I could be the peach guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds great. I would go watch you eat your peach. All right. Yeah. Great. An audience, audience of one. <laughs> The word is getting around. Um, no, but I, really quickly, can yes. I just talk about the fact that I almost never like things that are peach flavored, like peach yogurt. I mean, I'm not a big yeah. person for like fruit flavored yogurt anyway, but peach yogurt or like peach iced tea, I don't like that stuff. It just it it, it never comes across right, except in its in its original form. I, I think. Agree. I um, agree. You know, it needs that that slurpy texture. And, like, if you try and just, like, make it strong enough to cut through the yogurt, it just gets to a point of weirdness, I think. The police are coming for you. They heard about Peach Guy. Yes. That you're planning to go disrupt the peace with the, your peach. Disrupt the peace with my peach? Uh-huh. I say, I say no justice, no peach. Uh, what about, that was what, dumb. What about, what about drinkable peach things? Like, like a Bellini. Like a drinkable yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I really like a drinkable yogurt from time to time, like, by the way. Like, kefir or kefir um, that's one no, type no kefir is we're, we've already discussed how bad that word is. no but i think it is pronounced that way really uh, i don't know <laughs> this is getting uncomfortable um I, so uh like when i'm in canada they, they have yop which is uh yo play brand oh, yeah. drinkable yogurt yeah, which yeah. i love and uh, i think there's peach and i'll happily drink that because because partly because i love the name uh but uh yeah no i um i do like a bellini like i think uh, is that maybe like white peach puree? God, I have no right? idea. I've never had one. Um, okay, well, I mean, it's a, it's a like a champagne or a prosecco based cocktail made with made with peach puree, and it's great. And like, how could it be bad? Yeah, I mean, really. 
All right. So you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we will post a picture of a peach that looks like a butt. And um, I, I would like to apologize retroactively for all of our slurping. I'm sorry. I am apologizing for nothing. <laughs> You told me to own it, and then and then you disowned it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Then I started having second second thoughts um, about like how our listeners sometimes don't like it when we're so chewy. Those are those true listeners? No, though? they're not. That we're so chewy. <laughs> You're so chewy. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast, <laughs> where we'll post a picture of a beach that looks like a butt. <laughs> you can, you can, uh, find us at our new, uh, on our new Tumblr, um, peach that looks like a butt.tumblr.com. It's just the same picture of the same peach day after day, but somehow it keeps getting more shares. I don't know how Tumblr works. More tumbles? Is that a thing? More notes. Okay. They have notes. Um, um, what else do we do here at the uh, end of the show? We do nothing. Um, you can leave us a comment maybe on our website about how you like to eat your peaches. Um, yeah, maybe there's a, a strategy that we didn't identify. Um, you know, we said there were three. Probably there are more. I Probably mean, there are infinite strategies. Who knows? Maybe you cut your peach in half, take out the pit, and fill it with cottage cheese. That's. I, I think that is a thing people do, I right? I think that was a thing people did in the 80s. But I think probably everything that people used to do in the 80s, some people still do. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, uh, you know, jazzercise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind. I'm not even sure if that was the 80s. Leotards. Yes. Um, Surely those still exist. Are, that's different from yoga pants. Let's we'll discuss this another, another okay, time. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Okay. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, <laughs> the, the show that <laughs> looks like a peach that looks like a butt, <laughs> and apparently is really proud of itself. <laughs> I'm Molly Watson. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. <laughs> Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?